Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Korkun, oku, trap, sons, trap, sons, trap, sons, trap, sons, trap, don't, sons, trap, don't, sons, trap, Hey, bro, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California. Don't leave your house to get it, okay? Get it delivered right to you. The guy Gino, he's awesome on the cover of High Times this week. And uh, they have everything from marijuana edibles to CBD to THC sex lube to macaroons to food to chocolate to coffee to energy drinks to you name it. They have it, and it's the best stuff. Mention MMA Roasted. You get $10 off, $100 or more. Check them out. MMA Roasted. Also, listen, I'm putting up an extra four three to four podcasts a week on Rockfin, okay, as well as all my stand-up comedy, every show I do, every video I've ever made, okay, if you want to support the podcast, go to rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N.com forward slash Adam Hunter. You'll not only get my stuff, you get Ben Askren and Front Row Brian have a podcast, Askren puts up vlogs, um, Nick Diaz has stuff he puts on, exclusive stuff that you can only see. Chael Sonnen has stuff that you can only see there. Um, uh, AJ Am- Agazon, uh, that dude has stuff. It just keeps going. There's comedians up there. There's, um, there's politicians. There's right-wing uh, uh, radio hosts, okay? And the good thing is, is that it really helps out the people that, uh, who put up the content. They're, they're paying very well. And uh, if you support me and you like what I'm doing and you want to hear more or you just want to be like, yo, Adam, thanks for the, what, five years of free content. Okay, I like what I got. You know, even if it's 10 bucks, you can cancel anytime. It's 10 bucks a month. And just that's like $2.50 a week for an extra, I don't know, three, four hours of entertainment. All right, so support me at rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter. Also, I got to talk to you about my stuff, Nature's Oils Online. A lot of people are hesitant to try hemp-derived CBD oil because they just don't know where to start. There are so many different products and brands, hard to know which product's right for you, how much to take, when to take it, how to know if you're getting too much, all right? But this family-owned business, family-owned, you got to support the families, okay? They not only provide the highest quality U.S.-grown hemp-derived CBD products, but they also give personal guidance on choosing the right product and finding a dose that works for you. Their hemp is grown in the U.S. without the use of pesticides and is mixed with organic MCT coconut oil. Each batch is third-party lab tested for potency and purity, and the results are posted on their website. They have a variety of products, including full-spectrum or whole-plant hemp oil extract, hemp-derived isolate tinctures, hemp and emu oil pain balm, which I need, and full-spectrum CBD dog chews. And when I tell you I give this up to my dog, my dog is so much happier and friendlier and more relaxed, okay? All their products are available on www.naturesoilsonline.com and include free shipping within the continental U.S. Call them directly and ask questions at 
525-3131 as a special offer for listeners of the show. Nature's Oils is offering a 10% discount of their already reasonable prices, okay? When calling out a line or enter a mention, discount code ADAM10 to get 10% off, okay? Check them out. It's uh, Michelle and Christian, really nice people. All right, so I did a show last week. Uh, it was crazy. I did the Dime Bar. Mm-hmm. I go up, and I usually go up last because I do the, the most time, and there's like 15 comics. I go on. The headliner, on, dude. The headliner, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, the, my friend Jason Andor has said, like, when you go on like last and turn to two people, or three people, you're the headliner. Uh-huh. 15 people, you're just last. Um, so I go yeah. on, and there's a cute girl on the front, and she kind of had like short hair and like a scarf. And I was like, oh, were you a lesbian? And she's like, no. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, but I could see why people would think. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, you're a hot lesbian. You're definitely the kind I would go for if I was a, a lesbian or even if I wasn't or if I was single, whatever. And um, I go, but you do something artistic, I, I can tell. She's like, oh, I play the, uh, she's like, I play the uh, ukulele. I'm like, okay, it's hard enough to make it as, as a uh, musician. Now you're uh, going to play the instrument that no one cares about. Yeah. So then somebody in the crowd was like, Oh, that's Sasha, whoever. But he had like a, a Latin accent. I'm like, what is it? do you like fans here? And then she's like, that's not my name. I'm like, great. The crowd's heckling each other. <laughs> and I was like, so, uh, sir, what do you do? And he's like, uh, I got one leg. I looked at him, he had one leg. And I'm like, I asked, what do you do? And he's like, I have one leg. Yeah. So, and then I, okay. So I was like, I have a joke. A one leg guy walks into a bar. Right. So then <laughs> he, he, he was dying. He's like, yeah, I got hit by a car and I, I made $8 million in my, in my settlement. I was like, wow, it only cost you a leg. Uh, and <laughs> I go, do, do, I, where are you from? He's like, Mexico. I'm like, you got hit in America, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, in Mexico, they would have rammed you right over again. Oh my and God. And then I go, well, at least look at the bright side. You get, uh, you get half off pants. And like, <laughs> Damn, he, he was, he killing was, it. He was dying laughing. He was a really good sport. I'm actually going to put the whole set up on Rockfin. Oh, you recorded it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, would so you yeah. sacrifice a limb for that kind of money? For $8 million? Yeah. Um, I mean, with technology they have nowadays, they have like a prosthetic legs. I mean, eight million bucks, dude. Don't gotta leave your house ever again. Eight million. Do you not want to leave your house ever again? Is I that already something? don't really leave my house. Uh, this is the only time I come out and see daylight is to come do the show. But, is the goal to not leave your house ever again? I mean, if if I had to choose, I'd probably lose a leg over an arm, right? Because think of all the stuff you do with your hands and your arms. You know? No, I'd rather lose an arm. Because, really? Yeah, because uh, you can't walk with one leg. Have a prosthetic. You can't really run. It's like a pirate, like a wooden leg, dude. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd rather. I mean, you see, like, like uh, you could still fight and stuff. Not mm-hmm. that you want to fight, but you look at the guy who. Um, Nick Newell? Nick Newell has one arm. Yeah. And still, but you'd never see a guy with one leg. Yeah, there was actually. a wrestler with one leg yeah. uh, who won the, ended up Anthony Robles. It's a good question. I think I'd rather lose the arm. Did you see the dude who has no arms and no legs do the MMA fight? Yeah, that was kind of weird. That was very, I mean, I, I, you know, props to him for like, doing, sending a message, you know, even though I ain't got shit for limbs. You know, I yeah, can yeah, still yeah. go out there and do stuff, but he got fucked up, dog. Well, yeah, because, well, and plus the guy couldn't kick. Yeah. Like, you weren't allowed to punt him out of the, the cage. Which, yeah. Which I thought would have been kind of cool if, like, you know, like in baseball, you catch a baseball, if you can catch a fighter. Uh-huh. That'd be kind of fun. Oh, actually. my God. Yeah, get to take him home. Yeah. Keep him. Then I did a show. Yeah, you could have him autograph it afterwards. <laughs> then I, I did a show in Lake Havasu, uh, which was fun. It was a fun, it was like a lot of neck tattoos and older people wow. and guns and Trump supporters, but they were, they were a good crowd. They were a lot of fun. That was cool. I would, I would imagine the more right-leaning conservative people would be better crowds, right? They don't get offended as easily. That's true. They don't get know? offended as easily. That's, that's actually true. Yeah, that's probably the best thing, right? What's uh, their downfall? Uh, 
Downfall sometimes they don't get the jokes. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. They all got the jokes. Uh, but no, no, it was uh, it was just fun. It depends. I mean, they don't get offended easily, but sometimes like they they get mad if you make fun of Trump. Um, and right. I try to make fun of Trump. I'll make fun of Hillary. I'll make fun of whoever he's going. I, I, I try to make fun of everybody. Yeah. No, so you're as, proud. as long as they make fun of everybody, they're happy. Right. But if you just go up there and just Trump bash for an hour, they're like they're, they're pissed. Yeah. You know. It's understandable. Um, um, and then sometimes religion, but not even there. Sometimes they get upset about religion. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, how was your, what's going on with you? I mean, everything's been good over here, dude. You know, I'm, f- I'm about to end my semester. I'm going to have the summer off, you know. I'm going to do some, some cool stuff, some slick stuff, some neat stuff. And uh, that's it. I'm working on the podcast, uh, No Big Deal podcast in the Paranormal Hour. And, you know, we're, I'm you know, becoming an adult, so I got to do adult shit. I got to look at these podcasts that I'm working on and be like, yo, I can make some serious money if I work hard at it. Yes, so, you, you can. Know. Yeah. We got to talk about that. So, also, let's talk about some fights. Yeah, great so, fights. All right. First of all, this, the, uh, I felt so bad for Rose Namajunas because she was Dude, looking so good. So good. And I was picking, I picked, everybody I picked, of course, won. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, I made no bets. You know, if I would have bet them all, they would have all lost. Right. It's, you know, of course, but this was, I thought, was a pretty easy card to pick. Right. Usually the Brazil cards are pretty easy, easy to pick. But, or the other, like, if it's another country, they sometimes try to stack it and it goes against them. But uh, I thought that... Um, Rose was looking so good. I mean, yeah. she was almost embarrassing Andrade, knocking her down, making her look uh, slow. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a complete mismatch. And she cut her like the first ten seconds. Yeah, I mean, she beat her up in the first. Yeah, and like, in fact, and then all of a sudden that slam, which, and now Rose is talking about retiring. She's like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. This isn't fun. Hey, if I got slammed like that, I wouldn't want to do it either. Me neither, dude. Uh, she could have broken her neck. I thought she did break her neck, like because she landed like on the back of her head almost. And like the if you see like the close up images and like the high definition images of her like making that impact, it looks nasty. Dude. They actually took it off Twitter. Really? If you look up if you tried to put up like slam, because uh, I, I watched, I had the show, and then I heard about it, and then I tried to find it, and you could only see like pirated copies of it oh, people man. putting it up you know the ufc posted on their instagram account like that those shot for shot scenes of her getting slammed on oh her really head. you didn't see that no i was like dude that's that's rough that's like the champion and i don't know i mean props to andrage she's a fucking animal but damn but dude. maybe look rose is so good at fighting but she obviously has a lot of issues but also doesn't seem very happy doing it i mean she never seemed like she really yeah. enjoyed this, maybe she was in karate at like three years old, yeah. like a black belt at like eight. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and I know she dealt with, uh, you know, she seems like a really cool chick. I mean, she cut her hair because she doesn't want to, uh, she was, a, you know, she was so hot. When Wasn't I, it something with Paige Van Zandt? Like Paige like said, if you guys do this or something, then I'll cut my hair or shave my head. And then she ended up not doing it. She ended up just cutting her I hair. don't think it was that. I think it was more like a vanity thing. She just didn't want to be looked at as like with the whole vanity. Because when you when you saw her after the, after the Ultimate Fighter, everybody uh-huh. was talking about how hot Rose was. Uh-huh. Cause it, and I was like, because everyone's like, oh, Felice is the hottest, or this one's the hottest. And everyone's like, dude. And when I saw her with long hair, I'm like, this girl is classically gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Look, if you look up Rose, long hair, mm-hmm. it's a, wow. I mean, she is beautiful. Well, me but, personally, I think she's, if not equal, even more gorgeous with short hair because there's something about it. It's like natural beauty of the face. You know, she's got a really pretty face. But, but I don't know. I gotta. Get, I gotta say that if it came down to like, if I'd rather get a girl with rose with long hair or short hair, I would say yeah. longer hair. But yeah. 
the thing is, is that she she's gorgeous, and but she just never seems happy doing fighting. She just doesn't seem to really. And if that's the case, maybe she shouldn't do it. But she's so good, and she was looking so good. Yeah. But Andrade has that just strength, bulldog strength. She's like dude strength for. She's a dude. I'm a dude. I don't have that strength. Okay. <laughs> no, don't give dudes that much credit. Okay. Right. CB man. Gold's a dude. He doesn't have that right. kind of strength. Uh, she has like. Bear strength. Yeah. Okay, let's give it. I mean, like bear in the woods. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. And I'll admit that her little headdress that she wears walking the cage is fucking badass. Dude. Who Andraj? Yeah, you just see like her headdress. Oh, because you didn't really watch the nah, fight. Yeah, nah. like, she wore like this Indian, like well, I guess native to Brazil, like this Indian headdress, and it looked very intimidating. She looked like a Mortal Kombat boss or something. But the UFC should put that Onyx song slam. Duh, 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 you ever hear that mm. song? Yeah, uh, did you see uh, uh, Rose said that's the last time I let Dana White pick my walkout song? What was the song? Was it was, it was it like slam? Highway to Hell or something oh. from ACDC, which oh. is a good song, but I thought it was Slam. That would have been worse if it was oh Onyx. Dude, I remember actually I saw though Onyx was a band in the '90s before your time, uh-huh. and they had a song called Slam. Duh, 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 yeah, with the boy, and they were playing in this club near me when I was I think I was 14 years old, and me and my friend we like rode our bikes to the club. Uh-huh. Like a nightclub, and we, and we got in, and wow. uh, well, I got in, he didn't, and the whole night I was like, I saw Onyx play, and then I was dancing with some like hottie. I was like fourteen, nice. and I was like, this is great. I remember that song, this or that, this or that. You can get it with this, or you can get it with that. Yeah, it came out by Black Sheep, and then some guy was like, you can get it with this, and pointed to himself, and then pointed to me as a fourteen-year-old nerdy guy. <laughs> like that. I was like, you're an asshole. But uh, and then I left the club, and my bike got stolen, so my friend had to steal his dad's car. His brother still to like pick me up. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's my. Where was this at? What state? New York? It was in Long Island, in Island Park. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. I had and I, and I lived in Rockville Center, so I had to. You know, it was like ten miles away. I wasn't gonna walk, uh-huh. so I had to get picked up by my friend stealing his parents' car to pick me up. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, that's a good night, dude. It's a good story. Good night. Mm. <laughs> the fact that I cried all the way home because my bike was gone. I like love that bike. And my, and my dad and I went looking for my bike, like as if someone was just gonna have it. He like drove me around town looking for the bike. What would you do if it was like some like you know black dude? I'd be like, I hope you like my bike. And yeah. then, uh, <laughs> what are you gonna do, dude? <laughs> I don't know what. I, I'd be like, uh, how much you want for my bike? Yeah. So then, um, look, Anderson Silva. That was tough, man. I felt so bad. I feel like look, I'm an Anderson Silva fan. Obviously, who's not? He mm. he's the greatest of all time, or he's up there. But at this point, it's diminishing returns. Yeah, he's got to stop. Got it. I mean, his his legs can't take it. Yeah. After that Weidman thing, where like his leg was in like the fourth row. <laughs> like we we just got to stop. You know, right? right? That was tough, man. But props to Jared Cannonier. Everybody thought that was like, oh, it's a fluke. He just got injured. But dude, Cannonier's leg kicks are insane, dude. They're so powerful and. To see Brazil react in that way, it was very, very sad. And my heart goes out to Jared. And, you know, Brazil, fuck, dude. Sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, Brazil was uh, having a rough time. Before Andrade, it, was, it looked like they were going to get shut out yeah. in the main event. Uh-huh. I mean, they were only winning against other Brazilians. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Aldo also did not look that good at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that other guy is really good. That guy's a 220-pound guy that cut down to 145. Yeah. That used to play... Uh, rugby. Rugby. I mean, that's a... I mean, I think Prime Aldo beats that guy, uh-huh. but this is not Prime Aldo anymore. He got out leg kicked, right? He got out everything. Yeah. I mean, and people were saying he didn't look that impressive because I guess he didn't knock the guy out, but they're talking about Jose Aldo here. Yeah. And then I like how the announcer was like, the only guy that can beat Aldo is Max Holloway. Uh, I think McGregor knocked him out in eight seconds. Yeah. So you might want to add him onto that list too. Which announcer was it? Somebody. I, th- I don't know if it was Cormier or... 
Someone, which... I it was mean, Cormier, uh, Dominic Cruz, and I don't know if John Anik was there. I'm not sure. It might have been Cormier, which is... I mean, Cormier is an amazing announcer, and yes. so is Cruz. But I was like, uh, you might want to update that stat. Yeah. Because McGregor, like, that kind of brought him to the next level. I yeah. mean, McGregor was great, but everyone was... A lot of people were picking Aldo. Yeah. Everyone thought, okay... I picked Aldo, yeah. And then when he knocked him out in eight seconds, everyone's like, whoa. Yeah, because on paper, Aldo is a better fighter. Just better resume and, you know, was more well-rounded. And just seeing yeah. him get knocked out in 13 seconds, it's like, fuck, bro. But I don't think Anderson Silva... Look, you made enough money. You're like the, the Michael Jordan or Brazil. You're awesome. You got this. You got that. Maybe it's time to just... His leg can't take it. Yeah. He can't take kicks anymore. Yeah. It just can't. Mm-hmm. Um, was, so. it, was this pay-per-view on like only purchasable on ESPN Plus? Yeah. Did you hear the first one they did, did under 100,000 buys? But I heard a lot of people couldn't order it, though. Like It was like really hard to order it. Was it hard to order this one? I was not, I'm not sure. Cause I didn't order it. I, just, I watched it afterwards uh, on like uh, Twitter like from the UFC. I just yeah. kinda, and I watched the replays and stuff. But I, I, it's hard because... You know, to order it after you go on stage, normally I will order it, mm-hmm. but I was drive. I had a six-hour drive back, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't do it. Right. You know, um, Wally Alves looked amazing. That, yeah. He looked the best he's looked. I mean, he, he's the guy that beat Colby Covington. I was there when he beat Colby. Oh, man. That's the one little, you know, spot on Colby's record is Alves. Mm-hmm. But Alves lost to Alan Jabon. Well, he beat Jabon, but I thought Jabon won. But he looked unbeatable in this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you know, I always get a little suspicious when these guys fight in Brazil mm-hmm. because I don't know if they test over there. In fact, I think if you fail a test, they give you more stuff. But doesn't USADA do testing of the fighters like separately than the? Yeah, I don't think USADA is running around uh, Brazil though, uh, live, Fuck, staying bro. in like those. You know, I just don't think it's happening. Fuck. I just don't think that they're. Uh, what's it called? What are those towns called in Brazil? The favelas. Yeah, I don't think Osada is renting a, a, a favela. I like <laughs> it just doesn't seem like these guys are tested over. Do they that. even have an athletic commission? No, I think I, honestly, I think that like you get fined for not taking steroids over there. Like like if oh you yeah, I think they just like it's just weird. It's really weird. Um, I'll tell you, Betchkahea has not evolved. I like Betchkahea, but she kind of ruined Ronda Rousey. Because Rousey looked so good knocking her out. Uh-huh. She thought she was a striker. Right. And then ruined her whole career. Mm. But it's Betch Cohea's fault that Rousey's in WWE now. Mm. Or not even, I think she's off it. She's preg- getting pregnant or something. Or I know. She did like an interview with Megan Olevy talking about getting pregnant. I don't know. It's, I f- it's so hard for me to watch Ronda Rousey interviews now because ever since she was in the WWE, all of her videos and all of her highlight videos have been so cringy. Yeah. Her acting is so bad. I can't tell if she's acting in interviews because she's just like always cringy to me now. Uh, it's tough, know. dude. I don't know. She wasn't very nice to me. She said some really shit. So I was like, um, but I'm a fan of Mrs. Rousey, like the mom. Yeah. The mom I like. Um, Ryan Spann knocking out Big Nog. Dude, that was brutal, dude. Yeah, we're going to get him on the podcast this week. He'll be on Rockfin. Mm. Um, but Big Nog's another guy. Look, all these guys should go to Ryzen because they don't seem to test over there either. Mm. It's like, it, and just take whatever you want. Right. I mean, all the older guys, Big Nog, BJ Penn, Vitor Belfort, he's going over there, Crow Cop. I mean, it's just, these guys can't compete anymore with the young guys. Yes, you'll get guys like Glover Teixeira, or you'll get guys that will pull it off, which mm-hmm. is awesome. But this looked like a guy, like a world star fight. Yeah. I mean, it just, I was waiting for Chris Tucker to show up and be like, you got knocked the fuck out. I mean, what, <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we doing? I mean, what is, yeah, Ryan Spann now gets big nog on his record, mm. which is awesome. But they were looking for a, a guy that, that, that uh, Noguera could beat. Because they were had it in Brazil. They mm-hmm. wanted Noguera to win in Brazil. What, what weight class was this? Was this 205 or heavyweight? 
I think it was 205. Damn. But Span looked like, I mean, he looked awesome. But it's good. Like, the positive out of this is that we get another, like, you know, guy to look out for in the light heavyweight division because for a while this division sucked. And you had, uh, what's the dude, uh, Johnny Walker? He's like, you know, everybody wants to see him fight now. He's yeah. Finished. He's like, and so this light heavyweight division is, is slowly sparking up. And now we have Tiago Santos fighting John Jones and. Who knows what's going to happen with that fight after that fight happens if Jones wins? As he Jones goes. is going to win. You think I, so? I mean, well, now that I said it, he might not ha- might not happen, but I, 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 never I, I, know, think, I think he's going to win. It's um, a very good chance. And then, um, and then BJ Penn should only have one round fights because he looked awesome in the first round. Mm-hmm. He actually looked like I wouldn't say vintage BJ Penn, but you know, a prime B- BJ Penn runs through a prime Clay Guida. But at this point, he's 0-8 in his last eight fights, uh-huh. or maybe 0-7. He has not looked good past the first round. Just give him a five-round fight. He now has uh, um, the longest losing streak in UFC history. Wow. Of seven. I think it's seven losses. Which, I mean, when you saw BJ Penn knock out or or stop Kenny Florian back in the day or stop Diego Sanchez, that that amazing BJ Penn. Was it it, uh, Florian that he he, he beat? I know he beat beat Diego. Like, when when you saw, like, prime BJ Mm -hmm. do that. Would you have thought, like, this guy's going to have the longest? Like, when he knocked out Sean Shirk, or stopped him at least, and then took his blood and ate it? Yeah. I remember watching that in New York. I mean, you were like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, he's eating his opponent's blood. Mm-hmm. I just, it's hard to Which, by the way, he didn't test it positive for stuff, because Shirk was like, a, what happened to Sean Shirk? Every time I think of Baby Shark, I think of Baby Shirk. I kind of want to do a parody, but I don't know if people recognize Sean Shirk at this point. Yeah, um, it's just weird because it's hard to pinpoint what happened to BJ Penn because he just com- he's a completely different he's like a different person now. You know, is he just old? Is he just doesn't give a fuck about fighting anymore? No, he is gives it- a fuck about fighting, but no one in Hawaii tells him that, like, listen, man, you don't have it anymore. Which he has it, just not at the UFC level. Yeah, I mean, he could win an LFA title, maybe. I don't even know if he could do that anymore. He just he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. We should just do like uh, the Chill Sun and Submission Underground stuff. That would be awesome. I yeah. watched that last night. You watched that? No. Jake Ellenberger beat, Die- beat Diego Sanchez. In it. Awesome. I mean, the problem is that the, almost everyone goes to overtime, uh-huh. and then they start in, a, in an arm bar or a rear naked choke, mm-hmm. and whoever escapes the fastest like wins. That's like the Eddie Bravo rules, right? Yeah, so it, it is like a win, but it's, is it really a win? Uh, like Jake Shields beat Paige Van Zandt's boyfriend. Oh, Vanderfoot. Vanderfoot. Vanderfo- yeah. Uh, or husband. And, yeah, How do you beat him? In overtime. Oh, okay. And then what's his name? Matt Mitrione lost to some like jujitsu badass, but in overtime. Yeah. So it was a lot of in overtime stuff. Uh, same with what's his name lost? Uh, Pat Healy lost to Gilbert Melendez in overtime. Okay. So yeah. It's, just, it's a way to declare a definite winner. So I know, it but they gotta become a but draw. But they gotta do something better than that. Yeah. I don't know why. It just doesn't seem as exciting. Yeah. By the way, I didn't watch it because it was on at the same time as Game of Thrones. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's why. Go. So let's talk about Bellator. Yeah. Because that was pretty fucking awesome. Yes. Um, I got. I love Bellator. I love yes. UFC. I love fighting. I'm a fi- I look. I'm not complaining, and I, I don't think it's a competition. Who had the better card? Because I was about to ask you, what did you think? <laughs> I like both of them. I really. There were great parts about both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Number one, I liked MVP losing because yeah. I, I I like MVP as a fighter, but I didn't like when he made that Ronda Rousey getting knocked out video. He made right. a video of her getting through the Ronda. He's definitely done some distasteful things in his career, but you know it's for like promotion. You know, I get but. it, but he doesn't have to do that. He's he's good enough. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make fun of another 
amazing fighters or athletes' uh, demise, mm-hmm. especially Ronda. It's like she already got knocked out. Like mm-hmm. the, the Ronda dance, mm-hmm. I just thought it was kind of weird. Yeah. But MVP getting knocked out was insane. Yes. And by the way, we're going to have Douglas Lima on this podcast in about uh, half an hour. So yeah. just so you know, we're going to talk to Douglas Lima. Dude, that knockout was like, I don't know if you want to talk about the fight right now or do you want to start somewhere sure. else. It's like there was something out of the Matrix, dude. Like he timed that leg kick so perfectly, knocked him on his ass. And then right, dude, he clipped him clean on the jaw and he just went limp, dude. He was out for like a couple minutes. I want to ask him if like that was something they saw in, in, in practice. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look the way, look at the, how, how he keeps his leg, just kick it out. Because yeah, because he has that same Wonder Boy stance. It seems so stance. obvious to do that, mm-hmm. but yet no one else did that. Yeah. And uh, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to talk to so much about that because and also him saying, well, you can't find someone like me to spar with. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. That's, he's right. But he got cocky. You know, and you knew it. Like, when you do something wrong, like him, Roy Jones, Anderson Silva, there are guys out there, Wonder Boy, where they get away with so much because of their athletic ability, the fact they're doing it, like Prince Nassim, their hands are down, chin is up, but they're so unconventional, and they're doing everything almost like mechanically what you're told not to do and they're Mm -hmm. making it work for them which is awesome Mm -hmm. until it doesn't yeah you know until like and is he gonna come back from this because a lot of guys like Prince Nassim was killing people he was just going through everybody and he was doing it he looked amazing until he ran into Barrera and then he never came he had one fight and then then he got into a car accident he was doing like 120 in his Ferrari fled the scene of the accident did like major time in jail, prison in England. Now he's like 700 pounds. Never was able to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, uh, Roy Jones, after he got knocked out by Tarver, never was the same fighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he, he won some big fights, but I mean, he was, after that he was getting knocked out by Glenn Johnson and this guy and that guy. He never was the same fighter. A lot of guys, I mean, Wonder Boy, after he lost to Matt Brown, came back and was better. He was mm-hmm. better than he was. Mm-hmm. So... MVP, I like the way he handled it. He laughed about it. He said, oh, shit, nice shot. He said, if anyone's going to hit me, I'm happy it's him. He said, bring it on, haters. I can't wait to see the memes. You guys were all waiting for this. Good sport, dude. Good sport. But I want to see if he comes back. Now, is MVP, is, is he known for having a chin? Because I feel like I haven't really even seen him take a punch like that. He's, or, never, he's never taken a punch like that. Yeah. So, I mean, if you just look at him, he looks like a dude that would, you know, fall to the mat pretty easily because he just has like 0% body fat and like that super narrow, skinny head. So I was just wondering if this is just setting the blueprint on how to, you know, beat MVP with the counter. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if he keeps with that wide stance that you could just kick out from under him. Mm-hmm. It seemed like that's a pretty good way to beat him. Yeah. So it's just, does he, is he going to hold up if he goes to the UFC or what's going to happen? Goes to the UFC. I don't know what contract he's under, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, look, the fights where he's won, where he's knocked people out, the, the Dave Rickles fight where he stopped him and some of the other fights, he's looked amazing. Mm-hmm. But then there were some fights where he looked awful. Even the Paul Daly fight was like, he didn't look good in that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he won, barely. There was a guy, another guy he beat from, uh, what's his name's gym? The gym over in, uh, in, in uh, Temecula, which he barely won. He had a couple fights that he, he, he was getting booed and he barely won. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a good question. But Lima was prepared. Yeah, dude. I mean, super prepared. I love Lima, dude. I felt bad for Chandler. Oh, Michael. yeah. What do you think about that? 
I don't know. When I first saw the stoppage, I didn't think it was a bad stoppage because he didn't really protest it mm-hmm. and it looked like he didn't know where he was. Mm-hmm. And then when he got and got his wits about him, he was like, oh, I knew where I was, blah, blah, blah. He did get hit in that, that, that strange spot, like right behind your ear. That the first punch that knocked him down? Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, man, I felt, I felt bad for him. I mean, I, I, personally, I personally think it was a, a good stoppage, a fine stoppage, only yeah. because... He did get, he dropped, he fell to the ground, and he took three unresponsive shots. He yeah, didn't yeah. respond to those shots. And right. when you're a referee, you don't want to be known as a guy, you don't want to be known as Mario Yamasaki, unless guys, you know, take a right. pounding and lose brain cells. So I understand the stoppage. Um, the only thing I didn't like was the uh, punch, the back of the head, like the last punch that knocked him down again, like yeah. after the ref already stopped it. That was weird. That was fucked up. I mean, those guys hate Chandler, though. The Pitbull brothers, they do some weird shit in Bellator where they, like, had him out on, like, and like seemed like it was in Europe on like a boat, and they were interviewing both of them. Yeah, and, I mean, like what was that? It like, was kind of strange, huh? <laughs> you think? Yeah. Like what? What's going on? Like why do they have to do that? Uh-huh. Like can't they just get a room? They have to be on like the Riviera in France doing an interview. I appreciate the cinematography. Um, <laughs> it's it's very strange. Uh, I didn't actually hear the audio, but I was like I was like cause I was playing video games and watching the fights, and they were showing that. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Are these two dudes fighting? Are they uh, doing a drug deal? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> it looked on? like it was a date or something. Yeah. It was like a bad dating show. Yeah. It looked like it was like on like Blind Date where those things used to pop up and they were like not, you know, like the, the like the, whoever writes those things, the bubbles would pop up. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. There's, uh, yeah. And then Jack Yeager. Fought, uh, okay. Let's talk about that. Your for joke a was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Well, it looked like uh, Post Malone, first of all. Yeah. You're spot on. People say it looked like Jack Black, but you said Post Malone. I was going like, to put Jack Black, yeah. actually. My first thought was it looked like Jack Black versus. But the problem that I didn't want to do it was Jack Swagger versus Jack Black. There were too many Jacks in the sentence. Yeah. And like one of the rules of comedy is don't repeat the word in the same sentence more than once. So I was going to put Jack Black. And then I was like, and then I asked my buddy, and he's like, Post Malone. I was like, ah. But I'm happy because it got like, you know, a thousand likes. Yeah. That. But I think Jack Black would have been, was my initial choice. But then, Post then, Malone is more, you know, current. current. Yeah. But then everyone's just to write Jack Black under it. I'm like, fuck, I should have just trusted my instinct. Because I think Jack Black might have done better. But regardless, look, Bellator, if you're going to give these like what they're called squash matches. This is the second squash match in a row, right? Yeah. And you're going to do that. Same submission. You've got to get a guy... Who at least looks the part. Yeah. I mean, it looked like they were, like someone said when they were, you know, putting in the picture, like it was like one of those CB Gold fan photos where you wait online and then you take a picture with the guy uh-huh. and like you make a fist and he does too. It looked like that guy was waited online for three hours yeah. to take a picture. And they said he lost 60 pounds. Like, oh I can't. Oh my God. So he was even like fatter and more out of shape when they signed it. I mean, he was nine and one as an amateur. Who are the nine guys that guy beat? I thought he was one and one. It said oh, not, as a pro. As maybe. an amateur, nine and one. Okay. So, I mean, at what Denny's did, did this, these fights take place? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was so much wrong. I liked the guy. Were you secretly rooting for him? I though? was. I, he, I think everybody was. He dude. was dancing in the back and he came out to uh, the Old Time Road song. Uh, oh, uh, uh, little Nas. Yeah, uh, yeah, Little Nas X. Uh, I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. And the other guys, we, we the people. But they got to get, if they're going to get a, a bum. Like, even the guy that Greg Hardy fought looked like he was a fighter. Yeah. Didn't act like a fighter when he's in there. But at least looked like it. Mm-hmm. You didn't know before the fight that this was going to be a complete mismatch. I mean, that fight, you saw when the guy had his clothes on, you were like, this shouldn't happen. Yeah. The clothes off, it was worse. <laughs> I mean, Damn, dude. it really was like, 
they just like were like took, took like a raffle and they go and now fighting and then just like, like sit in someone's seat and they're like you sitting in 34d it, come on down yeah. it, it seemed like it was the price is right of fighting now this is interesting when you look at this and see the contrast between ufc and bellator because dana white came out after the uh, greg hardy fight his most recent fight and said you know the ufc we don't we don't give fighters fights to win we don't hand people yeah, yeah, fighters. yeah. and then you, it's like it seems so obvious that they're handing a uh, what's his name? Jack Yeager. These like bums just to. Well, you can't. But well, the thing about the UFC is like you get twelve thousand. I think is the minimum to fight. I think sometimes Which is it's ridiculous. Sometimes it's twelve and twelve to win. Right? Ridiculous. Bellator they'll give people a thousand bucks though. I mean, some guys on the undercard are a thousand bucks. Yeah. Some guys on the undercard are zero and one. I mean, look. Don't get me wrong. You know. You know, Mike Jackson was 0 1 when they, when they signed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he was 1 1. Maybe Mike Jackson, the, uh, the guy who, who, beats, who beat CM Punk. Yep. I mean, that was probably the worst record or the least amount of fights where they signed somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem is when you bring in these guys that are, don't earn it, like a Jack Reacher or a CM Punk, and you, you want to build, you want to get your money's worth. When you sign, even to Greg Hardy, they're getting big contracts in the beginning. Mm-hmm. When somebody gets a big contract for something other than fighting, there's a problem mm-hmm. because then you got to find someone they can beat or that's competitive. Mm-hmm. And then you're bringing in, when that happens, you're bringing in TJ, whatever the fuck that guy, TJ Maxx or who, whatever, what, 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 <laughs> what was that guy? What was that guy's name? For who? Uh, the guy that Jack. Jack Yeager fought? Yeah. I don't fucking know. It was just, I don't know. It was like CJ something. Yeah. It was like, it was, I mean, that's what, that's what happens. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it looked like he just went to the local Cracker Barrel. And he said, who wants to fight this guy? And uh-huh. he ran. It was terrible. But also, did you see Jack Giger held the submission for like five minutes? Five yeah, and then he, and, and then he was like, I'm, t- until the ref takes me off, I'm going to hold it. Like, Bro. Like, like, no. You're losing a lot of fans that way, dude. Yeah. But, exactly. And the thing is, he's like, he's almost a likable character, like, on social media and everything. Because he's, he's pretty funny. But when yeah. you do shit like that, it's just like, come on, Then he said dude. he had a phober. Uh, no, uh, a phoner. A fight boner. Right. Uh, like and then Ben Askren was like, I never got aroused by. He was, I have a boner. It's not like he said, I have a boner. Uh-huh. And then he said, but he said I had a phoner, a fight boner, which is why do you have a, a boner oh fighting that guy? I mean, maybe you were into like bigger women in college or yeah. something, but yeah, and, and you, you hooked up with girls that look like Rosie. But like, what is that? Well, uh, speaking of uh, funky uh, Ben Askren, did you see his wrestling match uh, against Jordan Burroughs? Yeah, that was rough. Damn, that was. That was rough. But Jordan Burroughs, look, Askren is. Not to make excuses, but he is way past his prime in wrestling. He's fighting a guy who's in his prime. That was not even, it was freestyle as, as, as opposed to, to uh, folk style, which was not even, uh, do you want to admit it? Um, What's the difference? Uh, it, uh, it's, it, is, it is a different, um, the, the difference is. Um, uh, freestyle and folk style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's different. Like freestyle wrestling, um, you get points every time a guy's back hits the mat versus like you don't have to hold them there okay you, so you could just like leg lace the guy up and just roll them around and you're clicking points um so that's that's one of the difference so and then also like it's just different the way that they like start and like stop mm-hmm. and like you're basically your point is to like just turn him over on his back versus like wrestling folk style asker was never a great freestyle wrestler I mean, he made the olympics so i mean he was great but yeah. he, ne- he never w- placed in the olympics jordan burroughs won the olympics yeah. And like he was a world champion. Askren was never a world champion. He was one of the best collegiate wrestlers, but he's also way past. He's also like 37, 38. He's that old? 
I think he's. I mean, his body. Yeah, I could. I can. Yeah, I, I think can he's see around that. there. He hasn't trained competitive wrestling in a long time. You know, Burrow's never stopped. I just uh, have never seen Askren um, look that bad. Yeah. I mean, it's not that he looked bad. You just look who he's going against. He's like the best, literally the best wrestler in the world that we yeah. know of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I know you're good friends with Askren, so I want to ask you, you know, legitimately, does he actually train for anything? Uh, yes. <laughs> he, tra- he trains for wrestling. Uh, and he does jujitsu. But he, I, don't think, I don't think he does trains really striking that much. Because let's be honest, he can, he can get shredded so easily and so fast. Because he probably has, what, 40% body fat right now? He could probably make 145. He has at least 50. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he looks like he doesn't train or doesn't care to. Like, I like Askren. I thought that the Burroughs was going to be more competitive. I did. But I, don't, I would like to see them fight folk style. But at this point, it's like... Man, Burroughs is just so powerful, and that mm-hmm. double leg is so great. But it's just like a guy way past his prime. I mean, yeah. which is also kind of weird because you're like, he's way past his prime in wrestling, but not in MMA. Mm. In MMA, I think he's past his prime a little bit in MMA, but that's still, Askren past his prime is still good enough to beat almost everybody in yeah. the division. I'm, I'm curious to see the Masvidal fight. Me too, dude. When is that? Uh, it's July 4th weekend. Is it the Jones card? Yes. Oh, Fuck, dude, that's gonna be a good card. Yeah. Now Jordan Burroughs has been talking about doing MMA. Yeah. But I think he wants a lot of money to fight, right? Which is stupid. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, look, I mean, it's not stupid. He it's he knows his value, and I think that uh, a good promotion that wants to make a name for themselves would give him that. I think. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, like, who do you put him up against? You put him up against CJ, whatever the hell his name is, a guy like that, and he just goes out and murders a guy? Uh-huh. Or do you make it competitive? And if you make it competitive, you put up a guy, like, it's, it's, a, it's, a hard, it's hard. I mean, yeah. there are promotions that I would do, that, like Ryzen or a 1FC or even, like, a Brave, like, when they have that Middle Eastern money, mm. they would do it. Maybe a Burroughs versus a Bubba Jenkins. I mean, Jenkins beat him in college. Or, Are you serious? Yeah, in, wow, in wrestling. Dude. Maybe not in college. He beat him, yeah. Jenkins beat Burroughs in wrestling back in the day. Shout out to Bubba. Uh, yeah, Bubba beat almost every like, He beat Molinaro in wrestling. He beat, uh, he beat um, Dave Taylor, pinned Dave Taylor, who's like another, I think he's a gold medalist or some kind of a world champion. Mm-hmm. Um, Bubba was insane. Um, so you do like a Bubba Jenkins versus Jordan Burroughs in, in a fight. Uh-huh. That'd be awesome. What organization is uh, Bubba with now? Brave. Brave? They have the money. I mean, they have Middle Eastern money. That's, oh, that, shit, that's, that's next level money. That is. And what weight class would Jordan Burroughs fight at? Because he doesn't look that big. He looks jacked, but not like big. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Whoever it is, put together that fight. Imagine signing a contract to fight Jordan Burroughs. I'd be scared, bro. I think Bubba would beat him. Well, I'm talking about me. Right now. Yeah. I think Bubba would beat him. I mean, Bubba has more weapons. Uh, that is a good fight. Let's Burroughs is a better wrestler right now. Well, speaking of friends of the podcast getting fights, our boy Vince. Yes. Finally, dude. Yes. Finally. He's on the Minnesota card. Really? Minnesota? Yes. June Which, 29th. Who's headlighting that? I think it's a... Uh, fuck. Uh, it's a good card. I believe it's... June 29th, so next month? I believe it's Woodley Lawler. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think he's on that card. Dude, good for you, Vince. We got your back, dog. We're going to get uh, some wean dog shout-outs. Uh, yes. Yeah, some MMA roasted shout-outs. Um, so, also, by the way, you know who is looking really good in Bellator is AJ McKee. Yeah. That undefeated. kid. Undefeated. They should put 
way more promotion into that kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he beat Pat Curran. Pat Curran is a great fighter. Mm-hmm. Great fighter. Yeah, a little past his prime, but still awesome. Mm-hmm. AJ beat him, made it look pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, he had taken out once, but there's no damage. I would even give him that round. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to him. Look and uh, and then we're also this week gonna have Twang, uh, Tawan Clayton on the phone. Tawan Clayton, how do you say Tawan Claxton? I don't know who that is. He's a guy in Bellator, undefeated. He he was knocking everyone out with like flying knees, like six seconds in, That's cool. and he beat some other guy that was like he was beating this guy's ass so bad, and then looked at Fitty Sentence like, "What up, Fitty?" During the fight, yeah, oh Taw- Tawan Clayton. That's Tawan awesome, Clayton. Dude. Yeah, he's awesome wrestler, black dude, just a badass guy. He was at Jessica Eyes gym, then he. Then I think he, she went to Vegas, and I don't know. There's different gyms now, but mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, shout out to Tyler Diamond. Yeah, won his LFA fight. Uh, fought a tough guy. This guy Neil, undefeated guy, who was Tyler took him down. And the guy started yawning. What? Like, yeah, he was looking at the camera and did like a fake oh, yawn. Oh, was like legitimately tired. No, like fake yawn. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was actually pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but the guy was good, and Tyler was hurt. It was a great fight. If you want to watch a good fight. Watch Tyler Diamond versus Neil, uh, John Neal. But someone said, like, Neil Diamond, ha, 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 I made that joke. Oh, uh, real original, dude. No, no, that was very, it was actually kind of funny. As an old, like, I'm sorry, I'm ugly, yeah, I know. She, she didn't like that joke. All right, um, and then Josh Berkman fought. And uh, during, he lost his fight, he retired, but dropped his mouthpiece, picked it up in the middle of the fight, and put it back in his mouth while the guy was trying to hit him. So he Whoa. was like picking up mouthpieces while dodging punches. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. pretty uh, that's pretty badass. It was pretty badass. Um, protect them teeth. And I gotta tell you, the LF, uh, PFL. You watched that? No. That was on Thursday. I just nothing but fights this week. Kayla Harrison. It was a good fight. Kayla Harrison won. She fought a good girl who actually had her back in the fight. The girl, the girl only was, was like eleven and two. Only two losses were to like UFC stars, and it was the last minute. Opponent change, mm-hmm. and Kayla made it look easy. Mm-hmm. She was, that was the only time she's in trouble. She's a monster. A mo- I mean, she won one round, thirty twenty-five. One on one quarter, thirty twenty-five. Wow. Yeah, she's gonna be. Uh, she, she's she's. Is this Tony Martin's girlfriend? Yes, okay. Rocco. He goes by Rocco now. Oh, sorry, man. I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Rocco. When, when when I actually met Kayla, I was like, <laughs> dude, when you you, you probably gonna win a million bucks. She goes, probably. I didn't want to say you're gonna win a million dollars because I don't want to jinx her, mm. or like I don't want to make it seem, you know. But she got mad at me. Like she's like she actually got mad. And then I tried to pay for her and Rocco to come in, and they refused to let me pay. <laughs> To come into my comedy. They're like, no, we support you. Oh, that's so, cool. You're class acts. That's awesome. I, I, Kayla Harrison. And if you don't know Kayla's story, she was a two-time gold medalist judoka. Uh, and only person ever from America to ever win the gold. Did it twice. Mm. And then was molested by her coach, who's now in jail. And she took all kinds of sexual abuse from her coach. And now she goes around the, the world talking about being a survivor, dealing with it. And he wrote a book about it. Wow. And she's a really strong, That's awesome. beautiful, sweet, kind, awesome person. Well, then she deserves so, all of that money, dude. Nothing, By the way, how much of that money do you think they actually get? All of it. Really? 100%? It gets broken up to like, it's a, like if you win it, you it, it, it's like all your fights combined is a million dollars. Uh-huh. So it's like four fights to win a million dollars or something. So but, like yeah, you, but, but you get the million. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the million. That's cool, dude. No dude. taxes are taken out of it or anything? I'm sure they pay taxes. Okay. I, I, you know, they live in America. So they're, not, they're, not, they're not Trump. Yeah. Um, so Magomed, Magomed Karimov. Let me guess. He won? He won. <laughs> he beat John Howard, who, who has autism. And it was just, I mean, it's not funny, but they're like, 
you know, the way that they said it, like, I love Randy Couture, but he's like, yeah, he recently found out he had autism. Like, he recently found out he had autism. It's like, guys, I've got to break it to you, but I'm, uh, I have autism. Yeah. They're like, well, that made a lot of, they're like, well, he, he clarified it. It made a lot more sense, like, why certain things he did struggle in school and this and that. But, uh, uh, and then Ray Cooper beat up his cousin. He fought his cousin, wow. Zane Kamaka. And he looked like he was fighting his cousin. Really? Like, I never saw Ray Cooper angrier than when he fought. He was upset because his cousin entered the tournament. He thought it was disrespectful to, to go into his weight class. Oh, shit. And, but it was his second cousin. But, like, it, 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 the whole family was divided. I always find it so strange when, like, relatives or close friends fight in the same weight class. Like, uh, for example, who is it? Oh, yeah, um, Valentina Shevchenko. Her sister is, like, in the same weight class as her, right? Yeah. Antonina. She just got wrecked by Roxanne, though. Oh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. What else do we have coming up this week? There's no uh, fights this week, right? Yeah, hell yeah, there is. Not in the UFC. First of all, this May 17th, Aoki is fighting on 1FC, and so is Sage Northcutt. Oh, shit. You know what? It's so crazy. This, the Northcutt family is so strange and creepy to me. I just found out Sage has a brother who looks exactly like him, and he was even more jacked than he is. Is he a fighter also? He trains at uh, Team Alpha Male, yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't think he has any, like... Pro fights, maybe, but he trains with them, so we'll probably see him. So one FC is May seventeenth, which I believe is Friday. Okay. Um, and then uh, that's North cuts on the card, and so well, it's Christian Lee versus uh, Shinya Aoki. Uh huh. Who had a tough time in the UFC, but he's he's uh, and then North cuts fighting Cosmo Alexander. I don't know much about that guy, but uh, also on the prelims, Gary Tonin's on it. Really? Yeah. Is he looking? fighting some Asian dude? Yeah, but he's fighting someone good. Uh, I mean, he's only like th- three and zero or something. Yeah. But he's fighting uh, Yoshiki Nakahara. Okay. Who's thirteen and four? He's four and zero, Conan. But that's, that's a good fight. Yeah. Uh, and that guy, the guy he's fighting is thirteen and four. So he's got a seventeen more fights. Experience. Yeah, yeah. And then in KSW, um, Scott Ashcam, who's a good fighter, a really good fighter, is fighting, is fighting Michael Materia. I don't know who that is, but. Also on the card, Norman Park, been on the podcast before, who uh, came to my show, hilarious dude, um, who's like, he's good, he's really good, Norman Park, he's on that card, Tiago Silva's on the card, Tiago Silva's the guy who yeah. like, went nuts or whatever, and like, back in the, like, had like a standoff with police, but uh, Silva was a great fighter, I and mean, he's a great fighter at one point. Oh my god, by so, the way, this is the first time Violet has ever smiled at me directly, so I feel very happy right now. But, this Saturday night... Kevin Lee versus RDA. That's this Saturday. Yep. Woo! Thank God, dude. I thought there was no fights this weekend. Kevin Lee, I got him. Uh, Neil Magny versus Vincente Luque. I don't know who that is. Vincente Luque. I, I've heard of him before. Yeah, he's good. Uh, I think he'll beat Neil Magny, even though I don't really know much about him. I think Magny's just... He just doesn't look good. By the way, can we light a candle for RDA? Because the UFC is not doing him any favors by giving him all these dominant wrestlers. And we know that's like his primary weakness. I mean, right? Neil Magny's last fight... Uh, should have been stopped way earlier. He was taking a pounding against, uh, wasn't he fighting somebody that was like a fucking monster? New Magni? I'm talking yeah. about RDA. Probably Neil Magni, I'm saying. Um, wasn't he fighting somebody that was like, they like, stop this fight, stop this fight? That was, uh, I think, yeah, it sounds very familiar. My memory is very bad. Uh, also, Sahara Eubanks versus Aspen Ladd. That's a fight I'm looking forward to watching. Aspen yeah. Ladd beat Tanya Evinger. And in like two seconds, was running through everybody. And Sahara Eubanks is good. Yeah, she. I hope she she makes weight to this fight. Yeah, I was about to say she has a lot of trouble in that. But at one thirty-five, I think she'll make it. 
Also, Ian Heinrich, who's the guy that came on the podcast, yeah. that like the whole story, yeah, like, arrested and this and that. Cocaine in his ass. Yeah, he's fighting uh, Shoeface. Oh fuck! <laughs> what? Shoeface is good. Yeah, so, I think he can be champion. Was so, that one seventy? So it's Coke ass versus Shoeface. Oh my uh, god! It's Coke That's stomach hilarious. versus Shoeface. That's so funny. Uh, Nick Lentz is fighting Charles Oliveira. That's a good fight. Okay. Uh, I hope Lentz wins. That is a good fight. Um, and then that's, that's, that's the main card. Megan Anderson take, fighting Felicia Spencer. I don't know much about Felicia Spencer, but she's 6-0. Oh. Okay. I like Megan a lot. I do too. She's a cool chick. She's hot. Grant Dawson, my friend who has complete ADHD. Love that guy. Uh, came to see my fight in uh, Missouri. Got tested positive, but like something that got, got overturned. He didn't know what he put in his body. He's fighting Mike Trezano, who's undefeated. Should be a good fight. Desmond Green. Uh, who I like, the Predator, yep. fighting Charles Jordan, Patrick Cummings versus Ed Herman. Not sure <laughs> what's going on here, but, so, but these guys need wins. Both of them, Cummings yep. needs a win. Yep. Uh, Zach Cummings is my boy, taking on Trevin Giles, who's 10 and 0. They never give Zach Cummings an easy fight. Nope. And he's got like this dad bod, pasty you know, dude. You know he's going to get cut in the first, uh, he's going to get cut walking to the fight. But I love him. Yeah. And Julio Arce is taking on Julian Arosa. So, yeah, it's going to be... That is uh, a good fight card, dude. Yeah, I love this card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this card. Um, By the way, we, uh, did we talk about Tony versus Cowboy? We did not talk about that dude. fight. I just hope... I hope Tony's okay, man. I do too. But I hope Cowboy wins that fight, honestly. I like both of them. I, I, love, I love Tony Ferguson and I love Cowboy, but Cowboy is just... You see that fire. You Tony, see the fire Tony just, like, texts me, like, randomly out of nowhere. Really? He'll be like, dude, we got to do something together. And then I'll never hear back from him. And then he'll be like, he'll send me these pictures of like his new gym, or like just randomly, at like three in the morning. Dude, <laughs> get him on the podcast, dude. I'd love to meet Tony Ferguson. I will. Let's I talk will. about aliens and shit. Like, yeah, that's exactly what. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Another fight: Nick Diaz versus Pettis got announced. Nate Diaz. Yeah, Nate Pettis. So, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not too crazy about this fight. I'm sure it's gonna be a good fight. It's just why. I wanted to see Nate fight like one of the top like few dudes in the 155. You know what I'm saying? Pettis is really Pettis is one of the best guys. I thought is it gonna be at 170? Because I know Pettis just moved up to 170. I don't know. It's a good fight. It's yeah, good, come on. It's it good, is a good I, fight. I'm more excited about the Ferguson Cowboy fight, but that's a good fight. Yeah, I can't it is. Wait. Any first of all, just the the stare down alone, mm-hmm. the Nate Diaz. I mean, come on. Yeah, I am excited for it. I just I had my hopes so high for like Nate versus Dustin or Nate versus Khabib. It's like, god damn it. But this is, I'm sure, yeah, it's going to be a good fight. No, no doubt about that. Mm. No big deal. So, uh, anyway, well, that's our card. That's what we're talking about. Uh, that's, that's it. That's uh, it, dude. Well, actually, no. All right, well, let's talk to a guy who just beat MVP. Yeah, Douglas dude. motherfucking Lima. Lima. Douglas Lima. What's up? How's it going? Douglas Lima, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. This is Adam Hunter. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. How are you, man? I'm good, man. You know, very good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm so excited for you, man. That was amazing, dude. Did that fight go exactly how you thought it was going to go? Uh, you know, yeah. We, uh, I was looking for the knockout. You know, that's, uh, uh, that's the way fans enjoy the fights. And, uh, you know, for the style of the fights that we bring, you know, I was very satisfied with the finish for sure. Now, how hurt were you? I was dazed, man. I was very hurt. You know, not very, very. I mean, I came back 
quick, you know, I mean, a couple of seconds, but man, that punch really landed flush on the forehead, you know, so uh, I was able to recompose right away, you know, uh, he felt very comfortable after, and, you know, that's when we caught him, caught him catching in, so it was good. Now, when you, um, when you were looking at tape of him and, and studying him, did you realize how close and how open that leg was going to be for you to check it? Yeah, I mean, um, I knew the leg kicks was going to be there, but I also knew he was he was going to be good at countering and moving out of the way, you know. He's very he's a guy that's very hard to hit, you know, from the style that he brings, you know, that wide stance. Um, if I hit him, I know I was going to hurt him, you know, no matter what. Now he, but, you know, it's just uh, about finding, finding the, 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 finding the timing for it. Now, he said um, that there's nobody that you could bring in to emulate him. And I kind of yep. thought he was maybe right, except for maybe like Wonder Boy or something. Was it hard to find somebody <laughs> that like do his style? Well, honestly, I wasn't really worried about it. You know, I know, man, I can't, you know, I can't find a guy that fights like him. You know what I mean? He's, uh, he's unique. He's got his own style. You know, we kind of mimic him. You know, I believe my training partners, you know, my gym, you know, my team, we got a, we got you know, we got people to imitate anybody, you know. So we didn't bring anybody special for that as far as sparring partners and stuff. I just stayed with my partners, you know, my brother, you know, the training partners that I have here. So we just worked around it, you know. No, dude, I was so happy for you, man, because, uh, you know, like they were saying, that you don't get the respect you deserve. And I, I, I think they're right. You know, it seems like you're, yeah. you're one of these guys that, like, the, the hardcore fans know and love you. And they all thought, oh, this is going to be a tough fight. But most people were all about mm -hmm. MVP. Yeah, <laughs> you know, man, being on the sport for like more than a decade already, you know, got 50, you know, over 50 fights already, and I really think I don't, I don't get the credit, you know, that I deserve, so. You don't, man. But, you know, after, <laughs> but after this feeling, I feel like everything is starting to change, you know, you know, I've got a bunch of messages, you know. People really enjoy that fight, you know, that knockout, that finish, so it's cool, you know. <laughs> Well, MVP is also very arrogant, very cocky. I remember when Ronda Rousey got knocked out, he made a video making fun of her, doing a dance. You know, he mm -hmm. kinda, he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of people were happy to see him. But, I mean, we'll see. You know, <laughs> we'll see if he can come back. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's his style, you know. But, uh, yeah, at least towards me, he never showed any disrespect, you know what I mean? So for that, I can't say anything about him. You know, uh, you know, of course, it happened before against other guys, other opponents, but, you know, towards that, I can't say anything. But definitely a lot of people are happy <laughs> to yeah. see him lose the way he did, though, you know? Totally. No, it was crazy. I mean, I didn't even know how good his chin was because he'd never been touched. You're the first guy to ever yep. actually punch him. Yep, that's true, and I said that before, man. He's a hard guy to hit. Nobody really hit him before, and uh, but man, those three punches were crucial. At least, that, especially the last two, uh, it connected really clean. I don't think anybody would have stand after that, you know. But uh, you know, hitting him standing, especially with the hands, is very difficult because he moves very fast and moves out of the way very fast. But I knew the kicks was be, was gonna be the way to stop him, you need to slow him down. You know, I knew it was going to be the kicks. Now, when you first moved here, um, in Brazil, you moved from Brazil to the to the U.S., uh, mm -hmm. to Atlanta, right? 
Yes, sir, Carolina. Mm -hmm. Did you get picked on a lot, or did you like know the language? Was it hard for you to uh, adjust? Uh, yeah, it was definitely hard at the beginning. But man, when I was here, back in 2000, I was 11 or 12 years old, you know. So uh, we picked it up pretty quick. You know, I went to middle school, high school, you know. So uh, in about a year, year and a half, we were able to pick up the language. You know, of course, the accent's still there. When I was 20 years old, I still have this, this strong accent. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm, able to, I'm, I'm able to get around, you know. It's hard in the beginning, for sure, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, everything changes. Like, we adapt, you know, to the to Atlanta, to the lifestyle. So everything was really, you know, starting to get a lot easier, for sure. Now, was it hard because the women are so much hotter in Brazil to have to go from... <laughs> That's funny. Man. I mean, I mean, was, I mean, uh, girls in Atlanta are pretty too, but Brazil. I mean, I would, I would, I would hate my parents if they took me to Brazil <laughs> just based on the, yeah. just on the hot chicks alone. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of girlfriends out there. Yeah. They may not come back. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I have. I have. I have a, a wife that I, I like threaten her. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. Then you go to me. See, this is why I got me a Brazilian wife. You know, stay in the same. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Now, did you do any when you came out here? Did you already have a jiu-jitsu background or a kickboxing background or a Muay Thai? No, I never trained anything in Brazil. You know, I've always wanted to do capoeira. You know, when I was a little kid. But in my head, never had the opportunity, so couldn't do it. When I, man, I started training, I think I was 13 years old. That's when I did my first jiu-jitsu kickboxing class, and I fell in love with it from the first class. You know, that was pretty good. So, yeah, all, all in America. We never trained this year before, you know, before I started fighting. Did you and your brother fight a lot? Uh, yeah, as a kid, of course. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of fighting between us, and of course, I was the oldest, you know, and he was the one that really started the fights. But, uh, yeah, we did fight a little bit as a kid. But, uh, your brother did got a lot closer when we started yeah, I, training. I love watching your brother fight, but he's got he's to gotta hold his hands up higher. He lets you guys punch <laughs> his face too much. <laughs> he's got to hold his hand higher? Yeah, he's always getting punched in the face. I mean, he's tough as hell. I know, man. <laughs> it's coming along, though. You see those last two fights, you know, I got to kill you you know, his last time he was really good, you know, close precision. You know, everything is coming along good. Yeah, no, he is looking, he's, he's good much. I mean, he's, he's awesome. Your, your brother's always been good. But I think that, yeah, man. I think he's starting to embrace the big moment. I feel like the big moment used to get to him. And now he's yeah. like, uh, and now it's not getting to him anymore. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was definitely, uh, you know, I don't know. Everybody gets caught. You know, all those punches that he got caught before was pretty hard, too, but. But it's coming along, man. He's, he's getting very more, like, comfortable, you know, inside the cage, you know, not letting the nerves, the big show get to him, like you said. And uh, he's still got a lot to show, man. That kid is a beast. You know, yeah. he fights good. Yeah, no, you know, I, I like so him a lot. He's a nice he's guy. Both of you guys are good. super, super nice. Um, now, <laughs> you guys, uh, your first loss was to Matt Brown. Matt Brown, had, yep. he had no idea that he was fighting you. He said he never would have taken <laughs> the fight had they known it was, it was against you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I fought him, boys. It was in Atlanta. It was my first loss. It was here in Atlanta. Shoot, I think I was 18 years old, and he told me about this guy, Guru, man. You know, shoot, first loss, man. I got tired, tired, fighting him. It was definitely a good experience, though. But, you know, good thing, you know, it turned out, you know, he was 
yeah. incredible fighter later on, made it to the UFC, had some awesome wins, and, you know, <laughs> at least was against a really tough guy, you know? No, I mean, well, look, I mean, you like, you, you bounce back hard. I mean, you, you were up, you're up against Matt Brown, but you, you came back super, uh, I mean, look, look at you. A lot of guys would have just folded. Mm -hmm. Then when, when you finally got to Bellator, they put you up against Steve Carl and Ben Sanders. I mean, and then Ben Askren. I, they just yep. threw you the wolves. The, those are some <laughs> tough guys. Yep, yep. I mean, I went straight to the tournament. You know, the first, my first fight in Bellator was the first tournament. So all tough guys was him, Chris Lozano, and Ben Sanders. And, you know, Askren was the champion at the time. So after the tournament, I had to fight him. So it was good. Tough fight, tough fights, you know, makes it stronger. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so it was a good experience there, you know, with those tournaments. It was fun, man. Now, how do you think Askren's going to do against Masvidal? Oh, uh, man, Askren's just a tough guy, man. He always finds a way, you know, to get into people's leg and get him down. Interesting to see, man. Very interesting, you know, looking forward to that fight. I know Masvidal is always game, you know. He's, he's a good wrestler defensively as well. But let's see how he's going to do, you know, with Askren's pressure. You know, uh, you know, if he's able to stop those shots, man, he's got it. Masvidal got it, but very looking forward, you know, to this fight for sure. You know. Now, have you ever not liked? Because you, you seem like a really nice guy, very respectful guy. Have you always liked all your opponents, even like a Paul Daly? <laughs> man, honestly, Daly was the only guy that I had, you know, a little bit of dislike towards. Uh, you know, leading up to the fight, you know, all of the interviews, all the smack talk. One thing that really pissed me off was when I, uh, I was injured. You know, I had a knee surgery, and he told me that I, I did that to avoid him. You know, and man, that really got to my nerves, man. That that really threw me off. You know, but other than that, nah, not really, man. Everybody seems to respect me as well. Not a bunch of people talk smack to me, you know. So, yeah, I think Daly was the one that I the, the one that I can remember, the one that I dislike. The most, you know, leading up to the fight was daily. <laughs> yeah, he seems to do that to a lot of people. Um, it was I was actually pretty impressed by MVP because after you knocked him out, he woke up. You could tell he didn't know where he was, but then he started kind of yeah. laughing about it. Like he said to you, "Like you got me, you got me." I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was actually pretty cool of him. I gained a lot of respect for him. Yeah, no man, like sure, leading up to the fight, the whole time, ever since I knew MVP, he always showed me a lot of respect. And uh, we were like that with each other, you know, mutual respect on both sides. And, you know, I knew it. I knew he was going to be like that. I, I, I knew he was going to talk smack and stuff like that because he always showed me the, the respect, you know, ever since the beginning. Now, I have a lot of friends that fought Roy McDonald, like uh, Jake Ellenberger fought him and Tyron Woodley. They just mm -hmm. say, something, say something about him. It's just really awkward. He, got, he, like, he makes good fighters look bad by doing things that other people in the gym don't do. Was that your experience yeah. fighting him too? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just been one thing that stood out to me against him is his toughness. Man, he is so tough. Like that injury that he had on his leg, you know, throughout the fight, man, most people would have quit, you know, after three rounds, you know. He was, you know, like, for him to come back on that fifth, man, with that pain, and still fought, you know, still got me down that fifth round and fought, you know, that that to me showed the kind of heart that he has, you know what I mean? Durable, just a durable, tough guy, man. That's the only thing that I got to say about him. You know? 
he's, he's legit for sure. No, but he does seem a little bit like a serial killer. He has that like, <laughs> like, like. Have you ever watched Dexter? Uh, the show Dexter. He has this like Dexter thing where he he might murder people in his free time. Um, <laughs> and, and during his last fight, he was saying that God was talking to him during the fight, and mm-hmm. he, maybe yeah. he shouldn't be doing this. He doesn't want to hurt anybody, and. I don't, I don't know. I think maybe uh, John Fitch may have got him pregnant or something during the fight. But do you, do you, do you think he's... That's terrible. <laughs> but do you, th- do you think that there's something like maybe he shouldn't be fighting? Maybe like there's something, maybe he just... I mean, he took a lot of damage in those Robbie Lawler fights. And maybe he yeah. just... Is something about him, maybe you're like, uh, maybe this guy really isn't mentally right for this right now? <laughs> yeah, you know, he's... Definitely, like a serial killer was definitely a job that he was doing backfighting. <laughs> that's, of course, that's the look that he had before, but he has definitely changed, man. You know, a lot of change in him, especially after what he said. You know, a change of heart for sure happened with him. And uh, let's see, man, if he really thinks like that, I don't, I don't think you can't fight thinking like that. You know? Yeah. I think he's got to make up his mind and it's just time to hang the gloves up. It's time. You know what I mean? Because you gotta go into a fight, you know, against the guy who's trained to hurt you all this time. You can't go into a fight thinking like that. You know what I mean? You gotta fight hard. If you're scared to hurt somebody, you shouldn't be there, you know. But let's see. Hopefully, he'll, you know, he'll decide what to do. Hopefully, I mean, it's like. It's like I me saying I'm a comic, right, but yeah. I don't want to make people. people I, I can't make people laugh anymore. I feel bad. It's just you're gonna. I mean, when you, <laughs> I mean, they're really. I mean, very few guys. Like Damian Maya said that he did it like a jujitsu where, you know, he did this advanced jujitsu where he could beat people by not hurting them, but very yeah, few guys right. can really do that. I mean, there's a very few guys, you know, yeah, that really can do that. Very few, very few. I mean, I don't like to hurt people neither, you know, but it's a fight. I'm there to do my job. My my main focus is not being there to break a people's leg and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. But it's still a fight, you know. If you get injured, if you get hurt, you know, it's just consequence, you know what I mean? But the focus is to win the fight, no matter what. And, uh, you know, hug it out after all that, but you got to go to win no matter what, you know what I mean? Totally, totally. Now, what about you? you know, so, uh, So you're married with kids? Yep, got two kids. We've been married for like ten years almost. Ten years? <laughs> yeah, it, five years. We got married five years ago. But I don't five. Know you, you don't even know. It, it just feels like ten years. Now, is it a is it a white girl, black girl, Brazilian? Uh, Brazilian. Actually, Brazilian. Man, we're actually from the same city in Brazil. You know, better here in Atlanta. You know, there's a town here in uh, in Atlanta called Mar- Marietta. There's a lot of Brazilians, so that's where that's where I picked. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Got kids, you know, four years old. Nice. It's been a blast. And then how, how, old, how old are your kids? Four and five. You know, my boy is four, my girl is five. About to be six in July. So still still young, still a good experience, you know. It's good. Good to be able to have a family doing this. Do you do all your camps in town or do you have to leave, uh, leave town? Um. Most of the camp, you know, I do it here. I've been, I've been going to Thailand, you know, not a lot, but I, I try to go to Thailand every time now before camp because so good, man. I love the type of training. I love Muay Thai, you know, and the weather there is super hot, so it's good to, you know, keep the weight down because, man, you lose 10 pounds, 12 pounds a session like every time you train, you know. So wow. Love, 
12 pounds a like session? That. I love this beauty. Wow. I, I wish I would have known. I, I would have sent my ex-girlfriend there. <laughs> you should. <laughs> she Damn, bro. It's uh, time for the police to go. Now, but is it, is it hard being, because I know as a comic, for me, when I'm away from my kid, I, I get like physically sick. I, I feel terrible. For a day, I'm okay, two days, but like after like a couple days, I get, uh. Is it hard for you to be away from the kids? Yeah, bro, it's terrible. I think it's like that for everybody. You know, uh, I try to go at least 10 days, but man, after 10 days, after a week, I would think after 10 days, everything gets hard. All you want to do is go back, you know, think about the kids and stuff. And, but this time that I went, they went with me. You know, they stayed there for 10 days, and I stayed another 10. So that that made it a little easier. But, oh, wow. Yeah, it's definitely hard staying away from the family. Yeah, I mean, don't, I mean, the wife sometimes, I, I actually like being away from her. I think that helps our relationship. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That we can get away, that we can get away with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wife, I'm all right. A couple of days away from the wife, I'm actually, I think it actually makes our relationship better. But the kids I get upset about. <laughs> Yeah, the kids are so <laughs> That's funny. So, now, now you're at an ATT in Atlanta, right? ATT, yeah. There's uh, there's two ATTs in Atlanta. One is uh, my coaches. My coach has one over there in Atlanta. And ours, you know, me and my brothers here in Gwinnett. You know, it's like 40, 40 minutes away. But uh, yeah, we've been here for like we opened up for like six years ago, and yeah, everything's going good. A lot of good fighters and up and comers, you know. So. Everything's doing good in the gym for sure. Now, are you the best guy in the camp? Because everyone always says you can't be the best guy in the camp. But I'm like, who's better than you? <laughs> nah, I mean, there's always somebody that comes here and kick my butt for sure. You can't be, you can never be the best guy. Who, who, co- who comes and ki- who comes and kicks your butt? Who kicks who, who kicks your butt? Come on. Ah, uh, come on, a lot of people, a lot of people. <laughs> Name one who, like Froggy, Froggy MMA. Froggy MMA. What? <laughs> Does Froggy kick your butt? The little, uh, little, the little Asian dude and the girl. I, I, don't they go to your gym? Froggy MMA. Uh, no, 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 they don't go here. Oh, no, I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. So, what about Hanato uh, Laran? Now I hear that you're ducking Hanato Laranja. Is that true? I'm ducking for. <laughs> You tell him, man, I never met that guy. He's a funny guy. I heard his lips. He's a right? He, he, I didn't even know he trained. I didn't even, I didn't even know he was in the That guy's funny, man. I no, he, he said he actually uh, he was thinking about challenging you, but you said you want no, no, no part of him. So I'm like, all right. Nah, know. I'm good. Okay, good. I'm good, running good. from now. <laughs> of course you are. But I, but I do see that you guys train with some wrestler, right? There was a wrestler that placed in the NCAAs uh, this year. And and then I think you or your brother said, yeah, that guy trains with us. Uh, I think it's talking about Tess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was training. I think that was the Karaskov camp that I did last year. There was a bunch of wrestlers that came here to help out. And, uh, yeah, one of them, yeah, he did do a big tournament. He was at MCAA a couple of months ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he plays, got second place. Yeah, legit wrestling. So those guys, so that's pretty cool. So a couple of like NCAA wrestlers come into your gym and then you train mm-hmm. with them uh, and they, they probably, you know, have a really good, that probably helps you a lot. Is it hard not kicking them in the head or like going for like ankle locks? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to bring a guy like that here, man. It's going to be just his game, you know. Yeah, we can't put gloves or anything, so he's yeah. just wrestling with me. <laughs> But uh, it's good, man. It just feels good getting beat up, I'm telling you, you know. It's always good when you go to a training session and you can't do a thing with the guy. So I love when guys like that comes around and 
you know, it's good. It's definitely good. That's awesome. Put you in your place, you know, put you in your place and make sure there's always room to improve. Now, who do you think is going to win, by the way? So we got, we got a couple big fights got announced, uh, UFC fights. You got Cowboys, Cerrone, uh, right? Cowboys, Cerrone taking on Tony Ferguson. Uh, who do you like in that yeah, fight? It's a good fight. Man, that's a good fight. Ferguson, ah, man, that guy's just, man, crazy. Hard to fight that guy. He always finds a way to win. Uh, I don't know, man. I like Cowboy a lot. Really like Cowboy, but in that fight, 155, right? Yeah. I think it's one, is it? Yeah, 155, yeah. Yeah, I think Ferguson pulls that off, man. I but think do you think they should let Ferguson fight, though? Because, I mean, his his wife was uh, saying that, like, he was thought that there was, his kid was Jesus Christ or something, and that there was, he was, they were putting, the CIA was putting bugs in his legs or something. He was, like, kind of losing oh, his geez. mind. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I heard about that. I mean, when something like that happens, I, I do get a little concerned that, Maybe fighting and getting punched in the head isn't the best thing right now. <laughs> yeah, but I heard he's saying he's cool now, right? Yeah, go to jail right now. You'll see a lot of guys will say they're cool. I mean, doesn't mean we should, you know, I, I don't know. I, at the same time, the guy should make a living. And I like the guy a lot. I just don't, I don't want to see something really bad happen and everyone say, well, we should have not ever have let him fight, you know? Right, yeah, true. Like same, same with Roddy, kind of man. He's like mental. He's here, he's there, he's not there. Uh, man, I hope Ferguson's all good, man. Cause I heard, I heard it was pretty bad with him, right? Yeah, I read a little bit about it, and yeah, I hopefully, hopefully he's one hundred percent. Man, you can't go to a fight like that, man. You no, I mean, I think, I think in a way the fans are being selfish in some ways, and the UFC's being a little selfish because. I mean, if if his if his own wife who knows him is telling is, is saying this shit, it's like, come on, maybe maybe a year yeah. off, two years off, three years off, uh, you know, take yeah. the take the time you need. But I don't yeah, know. That's true. But who, but who, the, yeah, who knows if the UFC is pressuring him to fight? You know, but he said it himself. He, 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 he yeah, he said he wants to fight. Him. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Fighters always want to fight, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then the other true. one. Uh, well, Nate... I hope not. I hope they. Uh, I hope he comes in hundred percent. That's a good fight right there. That's a really good fight. And uh, Ferguson comes 100. percent I think he pulls that win off. What now? What about Let's Nate see. Diaz, Anthony Pettis? Diaz and Pettis, man, that's another good one. Yeah, I would say, uh, dang, I would say Pettis on that one. A little more complete, you know. His kickboxing is a little bad. He got good kicks, and Nate Diaz has problems, head problems before checking kicks and stuff like that. So, I think Pettis definitely the favorite there. And he's being a lot more busier than Nate Diaz, you know, he took this time off. You know, both game guys, I really like both of them. But if I were to pick, I would have picked Pettis for that one. Yeah, me too. I kind of want Nate Diaz to win because that guy's so entertaining. He's like, I've hung out with him. He's a cool guy. But mm-hmm. uh, another guy that doesn't seem to really evolve as a fighter, you know. Uh, and that's probably what makes him so great is his stubbornness. You know, yeah. the fact that, like, he is convinced he could beat anybody anytime by just going punch for punch. But then again, yeah. you're... Love th- him about that, yeah. That, everybody loves him because of that. His game, he's a <laughs> gangster. He always comes and fights. <laughs> but as far as, you know, skills and proving other things, I feel you there. That's yeah, you, why I think that is... You got to evolve. Now, the thing with... Uh, Bell, look, I love Bellator. I think that, obviously, I think you're the... the if not the best in the world, I think you can go into the UFC, fight any guy, and uh, including the champion, it would be a, it would be a great fight. I would even pick you on, on any given day. Um, now, uh, and then there are a lot of guys in the Bellator. 
But then they put on like the the Jack Swagger fighting Jack Black, right? <laughs> I mean, it looked like they like I won a raffle, or that was like his Make a Wish Foundation, and, and then he just was like that was like his his wish was to be a UFC fighter. I, I mean, does does that kind of take? I mean, you're a guy with like oh fifty fights, you fought everyone in the world. Does that kind of piss you off a little bit that they're making that that guy gets to fight on the on the main card in Bellator? Uh, yeah, that's a tough situation. But because uh, I talked to the guy, what's his name? Jack, right? Jack, uh, no, the guy that. Uh, what's the name of the guy that fought Jack Swagger? Uh, his name was like RJ or something yeah, or Chuck E. Cheese. I met him over there at the fight. We're a really nice guy, man. Really cool. I don't want to say anything bad about him, but it was just. I don't know, man. It's a tough situation. I love the post that Ben Aspen did. You see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, you refer to the guy as like, who let the, one of the fans join the main court? I think that was hilarious. I mean, it, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't happen in other sports. Like, you don't get to see yeah. some guy just play for the Lakers or some guy just join the, join the, 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 the Chicago Bears because, you know. <laughs> and yeah. I, I mean, that's what happened. You know, at I least, don't know. At least, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. At least give a guy that. You know, a little more game, a guy that has a lot more fights, you know, because, man, Jack is legit, man. His rest, I mean, his wrestling is really strong. And if he goes against a normal guy, man, he's going to kill him. I mean, he beat, I mean, I mean, he beat Cain Velasquez. He, he, he beat Cain Velasquez in college, in wrestling. I mean, he's, you look at how good yeah. Cain, I mean, this dude's a real. Oh, yeah. he, he wrestled, he wrestled Cain Velasquez? Yeah, and beat him. And beat oh, Cain Velasquez. Beat him? Oh, shoot. Nah, man. <laughs> Or at least give him somebody that looks the part, you know, like at least yeah. if the guy's not good, at least the guy's got a six pack or a four pack or, you know, <laughs> just a muscle. <laughs> A guy that looks like a fine man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go to yeah. just go to any any. Bar, I mean, seriously, go to go to the beach and pick out a guy that looks like he's ripped and go, hey man, you want to want to make a, a couple thousand, hundred thousand bucks? You know, but get that guy. people were laughing before the fight yeah. started. You know, I feel you there, bro. I feel you on that one. Yeah, a lot of people said something about that. I'm sure. I'm sure the next one's gonna be a guy like that for sure. Uh, you know I mean? I'm, it's hard because it's it's hard whenever you whenever you pay a guy a lot of money who's not a fighter to join the Bellator or the UFC, they're in a tough situation with a CM Punk, a Greg Hardy, or Jack Swagger because you got to find somebody that they could be beat or somebody they could yeah. be competitive with, and that guy shouldn't be there. You know, and, and it's just uh, it's, it's tough. It's almost like it's tough. I, I understand Good why they're I'm doing not a promoter. <laughs> That's a tough situation for sure. But yeah, but whatever. Yeah, man, I don't know. Nah. <laughs> what, what did your I wife say? Hmm? What, what did your wife say? Because Brazilians are like pretty honest. Brazilian women. Did your wife see that fight? Did, you, did, did was your wife like, what's going on? She's talking about about the fight, about Jack's fight. Yeah. No, she, she, no, she didn't say anything about that, man. She was just, she was just, I brought her to my, man, I haven't brought her to my fight in like nine years, so she was just excited to be there. I decided to bring her for this one. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, she was just happy to be there and stuff like that. She really, she really, she really doesn't really, she doesn't understand all the, she doesn't know all the, all the, the new guys and stuff like that, you know. She, she knows the guy that's been fighting for a long time. 
you know, people that have been in Bellator for a while, but the new but the new guys are just coming in. She doesn't know any of them. So gotcha. she was just there enjoying the fights. And all that. Has, uh, has she already figured out how she's going to spend your million dollars? <laughs> of course she does. All she wants to do is go to Louis store and new purse, this and that. So I'll give that million dollars uh, two months. <laughs> <laughs> two months? Oh, my God. Maybe two months. That's... Buy a room full of purses. That's it. Oh my God, that's crazy! That's crazy. Well, I'll probably keep fifty dollars. The one goes for them and kids. Yeah, yeah I, I feel you, man. I feel you. Well, listen, <laughs> Douglas, you're the best. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Have a good rest of the week. I can't wait to watch your fight against the winner of uh, Rory vs. Gracie. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, brother. Man, thanks for the time. You know, a lot of fun. Anything, just hit me up, brother. All right. Appreciate that. Thanks so much, Douglas. Take care. All right, brother. Thank Bye. you. Bye. All right. Thank you, Douglas Lima. Uh, that's our podcast today. What do you got coming up? You can go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Ween Dog, T-H-E-W-E-E-N-D-A-W-G. Go subscribe to No Big Deal on SoundCloud and iTunes. Leave me a five-star review. And that's it, dude. Uh, this Thursday night, I'm at the Gotham Comedy Club. Friday and Saturday at the Westside Comedy Club at 9 o'clock. And then, uh, and then I'm also at the Broadway Comedy Club at 10 in New York. And then um, also uh, I'm at the Ventura Comedy Club next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, June 6th. I'm at the Avi Casino in Laughlin, Nevada. Um, Let me see what else we got here. Uh, Let's see what we got. June 6th, Laughlin, Nevada. Um, I'm at the Comedy Cave in Calgary, June 11th to the 16th. Minnesota House of Comedy, June 19th to the 23rd. The Stratosphere, July 1st to the 7th. Off the Hook Comedy Club, July 18th and 21st in Naples. I'm at the San Jose Theater with Russell Peters, July 26th. Uh, the MGM National Harbor in Maryland with Russell Peters, August 17th. Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas, August 21st to the 24th. I'm at the Palms in Las Vegas with Russell Peters, September 1st. And September 4th to the 8th, the comic strip in Edmonton. House of Comedy in Arizona, August 18th, no, September 18th to the 22nd. September, yeah. Uh, And at the Carolina Comedy Club in Myrtle Beach, October 2nd to the 6th. Las Vegas Laugh Factory, October 21st to the 27th. And New Year's Eve in uh, Stratosphere. So uh, I got some stuff coming up. Thank you guys so much. Take care and. Cool from Goku Trap, Sonson Trap, Sonson Trap, Trap, Sonson Trap, Donson Trap, Donson Trap, Tunis, Sonson Trap, Hook, Jim Dorpotlan, Tavis, Dorpotlan, 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 Dorpotlan